Welcome back to Fitness Manifesto. I am one of your hosts, Kim, and joining me is... Justin. Welcome to this new show that we've started, which focuses on life, awesomeness, friendship, and fitness as a whole. It's wet outside right now. It is downpouring, so my clothes are destined to just be drenched today. It is what it is, but at least we're getting some rain. I got to tell you, it was very funny that I saw her pull up. She was sitting in her car, and her music was so loud, it was bumping in here. Yes! Yes! <laughs> you went, Did you know what I was listening to? No, but it was like boom, boom. It was pretty steady beats. It was, it was it? Uh, Shivers by Ed Sheeran. Freaking love that song. It's a great song, but it I don't is. think it had that. I mean, I don't remember having that much of a deep bait. I mean, yeah. it was a boom. You boom, clearly boom. don't have your bass turned up loud enough. I don't. And I got to tell you, I thought for sure it was something like Slipknot. I mean, I would never have guessed that it was Ed Sheeran. <laughs> never in the years would I have guessed what she uh, cruising to. Oh, yeah. oh Ed, Ed Sheeran, and yeah. it, you're bumping to Ed. Yep. All right. I did that. But before that, it was Youngblood. I mean, does that work? No, I love Youngblood. I love that stuff. I do too. And prior to that, it was EDM. Okay. I'm sure when people pull up next to me, they're like, what is this techno? I mean, they probably question it. But then once they ever clip in the bike with me, they would understand. They get it, right? They absolutely get it. For those that are wondering what's going on on our side today, we went to bed and we woke up to a tropical storm or something, but some sort of massive downpour over Oh, no, here. no, no. We didn't wake up to it. Well, it, we went to bed, at least when I did. It was raining a little bit. It was cloudy when I woke up and about 8.20-ish, something like that. It started downpouring. Uh, yeah, it always happens right around drop-off time for school. <laughs> I rode home in it and was completely drenched. It was downpouring. For those that have never been to the South or Houston kind of area, the rain here is tropical rain. You know, you go to the Northeast, it's kind of a nice, kind of a simple rain. The West Coast, it's kind of a wedding rain. Here, it's the kind of rain where you go outside, you're so wet that you, you have to wring your entire body out. Oh uh, yeah. Like you just got out of the shower type. I just ran from the car to the front door and I was like, Justin, I need a towel. <laughs> I mean, I even took my shoes and socks off and left them in the car because I knew that they were going to get drenched and I can't afford another pair of tennis shoes stopping. I need them for this afternoon. Kim has been in my house many times. She's never shown up without shoes. And I thought that was a very, <laughs> it, it just shows kind of the camaraderie we already have to show up at someone's house without shoes means that you're definitely simpatico. Yeah, there you go. Mm. And I just walked in and needed a towel. Well, and it was nice. I didn't even have to take my shoes off No, because they were already off. Already set. Your shoes are going to be nice and dry. Hopefully they are. Looking outside, so it's pouring out. Um, so hopefully before. And it's supposed to keep it up all day. Well, we definitely need the rain. Mm-hmm. My mom lives in Arizona now and it's so funny. She always teases me. She's like, oh, we got so much rain last night. I'm like, how much? Like a tenth of an inch. Yeah. I'm like, we get that in the first seconds of a rain. Exactly. You're in the desert, remember? I remember when I lived overseas in the Middle East, whenever it would rain, it would rain. Oh my gosh, it would come down so hard and so quick and then it was done. And it was like everybody was outside doing the happy dance whenever it rained because you didn't see very much but no, but it's fun, right? But unless you're driving on it and you don't want to be on those roads. No. People are crazy in the rain. Well, even here. Come on, let's oh, be honest. Well, people are crazy here even without the rain. That's right. I blame it on the Westerners moving here. I was one of them. I can say that. Maybe you're the issue. <laughs> See? I think we can all agree at some point I am the issue. I think we all know that. <laughs> That's not true. All right. So let's get to it today. Today's topic is something fun that we've added back and forth for a while. And it's basically how to be a good teammate. And we're going through a situation right now where I would say it's probably a good example of not being the best teammate. Would you say that? Yes, I would agree with that. 
So we're going through a change and it's very weird because it's one of those great examples of what not to do in change. It's kind of this, hey, we're hiring a new person. We're not going to tell you why. We're already a little overstaffed. We're not going to tell you really anything about her or when she's going to start or anything else. And so that to me is, is kind of where the subject emanated from that that's not a good way to communicate or be a good team member. I would agree with that. I feel like there's more going on than they want to tell us. I feel like they're getting ready to honestly swipe us all out is what I feel. Well, Kim is, is always the doomsdayer. I'm kind of the perpetual optimist. Doomsdayer? So, what are you talking? I'm one of the most positive people you've ever met. Kim, I agree with that. But when it comes to personal stuff, you do make me laugh. You know this. Oh, yeah. I get in my head. Yep. I got it. She gets in her head. She's fantastic. But whatever culminates from this, I think there's a much better way to handle this. And so one of the things that I want to talk about today is like, this is a great example of what not to do. So how would we deal with this in an appropriate way, right? Because in right. the back channels, everyone's talking about something. We've got two different text chains going and everyone's talking about something different. We've got a group text chain, our text chain, and everyone says something different. So I think the first thing is you got to be upfront and honest with everything. Oh, absolutely. I think trying to keep stuff hidden or behind the closet door or whatever, whatever door you want to keep it behind, it just leaves the bad taste. You need to be open about it. You don't want people to have these feelings, you know? 100%. They just need to be truthful about it all. I mean, and if we need to do something on our end to change and to get better, they need to let us know about it instead of trying to do stuff behind our backs. Our situation is not unique. I mean, a great example is one of my best friend's wife works at has worked there, I think, 22 years, something like that. I mean, something ridiculous. I don't even know what is. That's terrible, right? No, I mean, you're a good person. It, it's a missile company. All they do oh, is- Oh, I did know that. We've talked about that. Duh. Yeah, I worked there for a Say, long time. Say, Kim, get it together. I did yeah. know that. I apologize. Okay. You're drinking tea right now. Once the tea kicks in, you'll uh, you'll get back on it. I got you. There you go. But she found out on Tuesday or Wednesday this week, I mean, this is 2022 and they're still doing this crap. She walked into a big meeting. They played a presentation that said your entire team is going to be eliminated September 30th. What? You have six weeks or whatever it is to find another job or you can get a package, but your job's eliminated. You want to talk about being a horrible team member? I mean, first of all, I didn't know people still acted that way. Like, I didn't know that was a thing. That doesn't even make... Why? Why would they... Oh, because they're a company. I'm happy to say it on air. Like, you guys may be invested in it. A lot of consultants will tell you, well, we need to do this kind of crap. That's absolute BS. No way should anyone be treated that way. No. I mean, regardless if they're getting a severance package or anything, why... Where's the human connection? Where's right. the where's the reasoning? It goes back to being a good team member. So it's just another example out there of where this kind of conversation emanated right. from and what not to do. And it was just so funny because, you know, for 22 years, 20, I mean, I, I can't imagine being somewhere that long. Oh my gosh. And to be blindsided by that. I mean, that's, wow, that's sad. Nobody should ever be treated that way. They've been there for that long. They think they're going to be there longer and retire, honestly, probably retire from there. And then to get shafted like that, not cool. Not cool at all. Part of not only communicating effectively and openly, but being honest, right? Mm-hmm. Like consistently telling the truth. I mean, I'm sure you experienced it living in the Middle East. There's the truth and then there's the truth. Right. 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 They don't want to tell you the full story. Exactly. They'll give you bits and pieces of it and just as much as they want you to see. Absolutely. I mean, one time when I was in and we had to lay all these people off. It was the worst feeling in the world. But I mean, I remember I got this packet from HR that said, here's what you can say and what you can't say. And I remember going to these people that yep. had been there and giving up everything to go there. And I would answer questions and I wouldn't, I'm going to be tell you the truth. I would not follow the playbook at all. I would be totally honest and open with them. Was it easy? No, but no. was it so rewarding to just, they walked away having answers to their question, what right. was really going on. It felt like a human being was talking to them. It was awesome. Yeah. Stuff gets so politicized and so by the book 
that they forget that we're humans and people have feelings. And to me, it's not, you shouldn't treat people that way. I mean, I remember growing up, you know, the golden rule. What is the golden rule? You treat people as you want to be treated, right? Well, I don't know what happened to that because people threw that out the window. A side note to that. I used to, my mom used to, you know, talk and preach the golden rule, which is very good. And I would come back and I go, but what if you're a serial killer? (laughs) So maybe maybe the golden rule shouldn't apply to everyone across the world. (laughs) Well, if you think about it, the person that he did it to isn't around to treat the other person, you know? Okay, fair enough. So- I mean, he's got some problems. (laughs) But your point, it's exactly right. It's so simple because like one of the funniest things is that there's 10 of us, I think maybe nine, whatever the number is. Everyone has a crazy distinct personality. Oh, yes. Very much so. We are probably, we were the most alike out of anyone in that group. That's why we bonded right away and everything else. It is true. We may be two of the older ones too, aren't we? And some of the best, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. That goes without saying. It just makes me, you know, you got to say it, right? Justin, I think your head just grew. (laughs) Even more? (laughs) Here's even taller. I think it is too. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say here is, is that even in that group, everyone needs to be told what's going on, right? There, there's people in there that right. love to keep secrets. There's people that want to say everything. There's people that their lives are falling apart. There's people that lives are growing in. Even in this little small group of 10 people, we all want still to be told what's going on. I think it's kind of owed to you at being there and what we do. So we're not coming down corporate America, you know, where we come and we are sitting at a desk eight to five, but we still have to show up. We have to take time where we don't get paid to make a playlist, which is fine because I love it and I enjoy it. I enjoy what I do to lead up to once I clip in. I'm not clipping in for me. I'm clipping in for my writers. 100%. I freaking love it. Clipping in for my writers who are showing up at Cycle Bar to get a good workout in, to have a different attitude whenever they walk out that door, a better attitude, to feel better about themselves. It would be nice to know that, not that we're loved and taken care of, but that they've got our backs. Yeah. And I think that's a very fair thing. And especially in the environment that we're in, where this is more of a, we do it because we love it kind of thing. Right. You'd think in this environment of all of them, it would be much more lenient in that regard where they would be more open and talking because they know that your livelihood, if you quit, you lose this. Right. I mean, you're not going to be homeless kind of thing. Right. Right. Hopefully. But I'm just hoping it fills up like my gas tank. <laughs> so I did hear this the other day. I was listening to something in New Jersey. And they were talking about the average gas price in New Jersey is like four thirty or something like that. They said the national average is like three ninety. And here it's like three forty, something yeah. like that. Yeah. I remember when it was at four thirty here for a period of time. Yes. It was crazy insane. So now that it's dropped a dollar a gallon, I am I'm so happy. It still costs me at least seventy five dollars to fuel my car though. I mean, that's ridiculous. What was it? A couple years ago? It wasn't even $20 to fill my car from empty. There was a period here when we lived in Houston where gas was less than a dollar like four or five years ago. It was awesome. It's weird. I mean, you think in the 20, you know, 2015, 2016, whatever it was, I mean, have gas less than a dollar? Like, I mean, we were so excited. And now that it's at even 350, which is still better than most parts of the country, right. I'm still like, oh man, I want to come down some more. Yes. Yes. I, <laughs> I liked it when it was below $2. Yeah, see, that seems reasonable to me. Yes, I agree. I agree. I liked paying twenty dollars to fuel my car. Uh, Seventy five dollars is ouch. It's incredible, ouch. And that goes back to kind of here, right? We're doing all these things. We're in this to win it, and communication will be really nice. And also, right. I mean, you brought up a point that I think is really important too. That you got to have each other's back, right? right? Yeah. I mean, we're a team. We rock as a team. We talk to everybody and tell them that this is our team. We are here for you. We are here for each other. We are a team. I say it in all my rides. 
we ride together, especially, you know, when that board comes on and that race board comes on, which is my favorite part of the ride. It's totally different when you put the group function up because you ride together and it shows. And the power that you have when you are together in this is way stronger than when you're an individual. I guess that's probably the power of the team, right? Is that right. you act as one. So you not only have each other's back, you not only are transparent in terms of, you know, what you're talking about or being honest about it, but you're also, you're acting as one, right? right. You are part of a, a community. Right. Yeah, and, absolutely. And that to me is one of the things I love most about it because I think you were at my ride yesterday and I think I had two new riders on my ride, maybe one or two, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I think you had two. But it was just fun because afterwards you could see that where they started, everyone's nervous. And right. by the end of it, especially after doing the group stuff, but also everyone working together, you're sweating together, you're in that moment for yes. 45 minutes, you walk out of there and you realize that it's not about you anymore. It right. is about what did you as a team contribute? How did you guys work as a team? It's weird because in 45 minutes, you kind of bond. You you really do. And you don't bond over talking no. at all. You bond over pedal stroke. If you think about it, you 100%. look around that room and you see everybody, may sound gross, but you hear everybody breathing heavy and you've got the music playing and you get to listen to the instructor. You bond there. And it's, I mean, it's phenomenal. And you get that feeling. One of the women up front kept making all these noises. She'd be like, Whoa, and then she'd be like, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. And she's making the noises that everyone else wants to make. So you need that team member right. that's willing to step forward. She showed up, she did it, and everyone else was grateful that she was doing that because yep. that's how they all felt. Yep. And I am your woo girl. I've got no problem showing up and hooping Always. and hollering for you. I will scream all day long. And I, t I have to tell the people that sit in the row in front of me that y'all... I'm really loud and I scream and I hoot and I holler. I'm like, if that's a problem, I can move or you can move. I'm, I'm okay with that. Now, I don't really know a lot of people from Wyoming. Are they like this or not? Are you the the, the one who like one of a kind? I, and yeah. really, I'm originally from Texas. So wait, hang on a second here. We're going to digress for a second. I thought you were always from what? My husband's born and raised in Wyoming. I am from the other side of the state. I am from San Angelo. Ooh. And then I moved to Wyoming whenever I was going into second grade. I moved to the Middle East when I was going into eighth grade. And when I graduated over there, I moved back to Wyoming. My parents kept their house there. Okay. And then when my husband got a job in the Houston area, we moved down here. Seven years ago? No. ABBA is nine. So it'll be 10 on Valentine's Day. Wow. Crazy, right? It is. That's cool. See, and that's another good part about being a team member, asking questions of each other, getting to know each other. And Justin and I talk all the time. They always threaten that they're going to separate us when we're together. Yeah. They not won't happening. be able to. No. That, 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 that is not a worry that I have. No, I think it'd probably be worse because I think we'd probably be louder if they separated us. Because uh, we would try yeah. to scream to each other across the studio. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't. Hey, let's that was my evil you. laugh. <laughs> Between your voice and mine, there's very little yelling needed. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It carries. I am naturally a loud person anyway. I can talk over the music in the studio, which I've had to do a couple of times whenever the microphone, the headset completely gave out on me. I turned the music down just very little and I had to scream over top of the music so that they could hear me. And I'll tell you what, my throat hurt for a while, for days from screaming. You go hoarse. Yes, it was it was rough. And to try to push intervals while you're screaming, that was rough. <laughs> it's like going to a concert, right? You're trying yes. to talk. I love when you're at a concert and you're trying to talk to someone and you're like, I just I shake my head usually because they're trying to talk. I'm like, you know, I can't sure. And I'm terrified of what I agreed to, but yes, we're good. Yes, <laughs> that works. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I agree.
whatever. But, you know, I think we've covered quite a bit in terms of to be a good team member. Really what it is, is, is being not only the golden rule, treat others right. as they want to be treated, but it's about having effective communication, being open, Absolutely. being honest, tearing down all those stupid things you learn in law, right? right? When you go to business school, the first thing they tell you is never admit guilt. I mean, they go as things like <laughs> to protect yourself right? because everyone's so willing to sue. And I think that part of the what we've lost as a team, as a litigious society is the ability to actually be open and honest right. with each other. Well, and communication is huge. It's gigantic. And it's so funny because it's one of those things that's often overlooked. It's, you know, we, we know better than you. Right. So, right. So listen to us. Right. And I'm like, most people that I try to listen to that are like that aren't that good. Right. No, I agree with that. And also being a good team member is you don't show up for yourself. You show up for your team. That's a beautiful point. I think that is a really important one. Take even a step further. If I don't show up for my ride last minute, a bunch of people suffer. You don't show up, a bunch of people suffer. So right. it's not just about physical team of the, the people that are training, right? It's also the team that you're with that you're guiding that day. Building that commitment that, yes, I'm going to show up. There's many days I've woken up and I'm like, you know, I really don't want to ride today. Like I'm right. sore. I'm groggy. I didn't sleep well, but I get there. I do it. I do my best. You know, hopefully I crush. I know some days are better than others, but <laughs> you always crush it. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, thank you. And you do too. But you know, those days that you're just a little off your game, right? No matter yep. what you do, like today, you're getting wet twice. What are the chances of that? It's just one of those things, right? Like you just, it's something going on. You know, I guess the final point I would say in terms of being a team member is listen to, to each other. Yeah, Part of communication isn't just venting. It's about being there for them in a different capacity. Part of being human is listening and let other people articulate what they're trying to say. Right. You work as one. When you are in a group full of bicyclists on the street, you're a Peloton. You ride as one together. When you are in that group, if one person messes up and falls, everybody behind them is going to fall. You move as one. You are there for your team. You've got your teammates back. You speak up when stuff is wrong or out of place or something is being done incorrectly, you are there for that team a hundred percent. But when the team doesn't show up for you, it makes it hard. It makes it really hard. And I think that's a point though, that it's a two-way street, right? Absolutely. Part of being a good team member is that you're a good team member to others, not just showing up for XYZ reason, but you're right. also there to help support yourself and other people. Yeah, absolutely. You have their backs. They have your backs. I, I mean- One of my best friends, Jeff, went on a 10-day mountain biking trip from Durango, Colorado to Moab, which is like 250 miles. So basically Southern Colorado to middle of somewhere in Utah, Moab. They did that was it. a good description. <laughs> Yes, look on a map. The point of it is, is that they did it for 10 days and it was a total team effort, right? You could not do a ride like that because right. you're so far removed. He said they lost cell connection, I think five total days out of the 10. Half the time, if anything were to go wrong, you were totally 100% on your own. It's things like that, that I think if you want to feel like you're part of a team, do something, whether you're spinning, whether you do join some kind of other activity, whether you go running with someone else, do something with someone else to right. get that feeling to not only help motivate you, but to give you the experience of how to act as a team member. Because I think one of the things that I felt it was hard. I kind of lost that team feeling in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's all about mindset too. It's easy to be a team player. I mean, it really is. Don't try to put yourself first. Don't yeah. be selfish. Don't just show up for yourself and think that you're number one and everybody else just get behind you. You can't do that. You have to show up and be honest and open about everything that's going on. You totally. can't. I, I mean, Justin, honestly, I don't understand it. It's weird. Why would you want people to feel that way? Especially your employees. That makes no sense. To me, it goes back to the fact that, and I talk about this a lot. I just actually wrote a blog on this that's going to publish and it's on that the 80s messed us up. 
that as a society, we got messed up in the 80s because we realized that money was more important than anything else. Oh, yeah. And that's a falsehood. Because up until the 80s, companies were, they did all these things. They had pensions. They did all these things to look out for their employees. You were meant to stay there your entire life. Whether it was good or bad, everyone has their own points of view on this. And I don't think that's the right way to go either. But the idea was that you were part of a bigger community. And now today, people bounce around everywhere. They're looking for more yep. money. They're kind of lost. They keep going for that paycheck as opposed to finding value or understanding it all. And it really began in the 80s. And I think that that's kind of what happened here is that people lose the ability to communicate because they think that money trumps everything. So if they understand this, then they're going to ask X, Y, and Z. Or they're going to want X, right. Y, and Z. Whereas if you're part of a community and you're part of a team, you're not going to be greedy. You're not going to do whatever. You're going to support each other and figure out how to get through this together at a different level. Right. And it also starts from the top. Oh, if you huge. don't, if you don't feel that coming in from you know the higher ups, people that are over top of you, then of course they're going to be like, well, you're not giving me what I feel I am valued. I'm out. 100%. It's just important. And so as we kind of wrap up today, I, I want to say that to be a good team member is honestly, you guys have fun with each other too. Yes. Like if you're not having fun, there's something wrong. And I, I've worked with many engineers in my day. In fact, probably the majority of people I've worked with over the years, besides artists and creative people and entertainment, are engineers. Engineers are so funny because they are very anal in a lot of ways. They have very particular ways of doing things. But I'll tell you, even engineers know how to have fun. So guys, we, we can all have fun. Yes, we can. Absolutely. And build that bond outside of the workplace. Get together. Get to know each other. Take time out of your day. I know we're all so crazy busy. And yes, we're not in this to get rich. This is not everybody's full-time jobs. I am a homemaker. Being a spin instructor is something I enjoy for fun because I love it. Take that time and bond with your team. It's not always about work. It's not always about, hey, we're going to go clip in. No. Hey, let's go eat pizza. Let's go drink a beer. Get to Together, hang out, get to know your people on a deeper level. Yes, That's I mean so you've got to because if not, it's people are just going to show up, clip in, and they're out. Y- you get to the point that you're just like a robot. You just show up, you leave, and you've got no skin in the game anymore. The monotony of it all. You, you feel the the lack of passion. You feel just going through the motions. I get it. Part yep. of keeping it fresh is that's where that communication comes in. Yep. That's why you talk to each other. Like you know, what's going on? How are you feeling today? Right. You know, and yep, you look a little down, or you seem really happy. What's going on? You know, all those things help spark that back in you. But if you're literally showing up, just doing your thing, getting the hell out of there, you're not contributing as well. And you've got to contribute. Yep. Both sides. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, not just being an instructor. If you are one of the higher ups, they also have to show up for you too. And when they don't show up and they're not front and center and there for you, you know, it. it's hard. 100%. But just keep your head up as long as you're being a good team player and you're showing up for your other teammates and the people who show up for you, you've got it. And that concludes today's episode of The Fitness Manifesto. I know you guys enjoyed it. And Kim, I want to say thank you to you and to our audience for making this podcast what it is. Yes, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. And stay tuned for the next episode.